Welcome to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Bunton, Etheridge, and Fowler, Attorneys at Law. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, joined by my guy, Chris Liutzi. What's up, bro? How you doing? I am doing good. Another another day, some more football talk. I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. How are you? Man, I'm good, dude. Um, You know, like... Uh, I'm an NFL guy. We we're both NFL guys. Like this is nothing new. We love to talk NFL during the off season. You can find any kind of topic to address oh, and yeah. to debate and to analyze. And you know, a few weeks ago we had this Bears Panthers trade that just shook the NFL world. Nobody saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people expected the Bears to move down, but nobody knew who that team would be to move up. And then when you look at the the details of the trade, like, wow, okay. Yeah. Like, the Bears, man, If we talked about this off air. If you're going to trade down from one, you better trade down from one. You know what I'm saying? You better make it look like you, you got everything mm-hmm. that comes with giving up the number one pick. And man, that's exactly what the Bears did. I mean, they did. Yeah, they 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 went down from <laughs> they went from one to nine. They also acquired a number sixty one overall pick, second rounder. They got a first rounder in twenty four, a second rounder in twenty five, and then DJ Moore. DJ like, Moore. If if you, it was already an excellent trade, right? Already an excellent trade, but then when you throw DJ Moore on top of that, a position of need, and you get him like. Man, it's like you know, Ashton Kutcher had that show punked. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or you, you, you you hear you hear you hear the uh, the term somebody being punked. Like, I feel like the Bears punked the Panthers by by obviously getting all these picks. But then, hey, we also want DJ Moore, and and it's okay. We, we'll do that. You know, so man, man, give me your thoughts early on on this trade and the Bears. Really, man, you you mentioned them in in one of our earlier episodes as far as. Doing this NFL offseason talk, you talk about them as as one of your early season teams that or early offseason teams that you're impressed with. But man, this trait was a huge reason for that as well. So yeah, man, no, absolutely. talk about talk about the Bears, man, and, and the the haul that they were able to receive in return. No, it's it's huge. Um and you know, before that trade happened, obviously there was a lot of discussion about the trade, which makes a lot of sense. You have all these QB needy teams high, except for Chicago. Right, there were questions that they could go quarterback mm-hmm. and, and trade Justin Fields. There's a lot of that talk. Well, that's 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 shut and done with. I mean, they're, they're clearly they're building around Fields. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're doing it the right way too. I mean, all the picks that they got now, just like you, you talked about, and then going and getting DJ Moore. And what's cool with DJ Moore is he's like he's under contract. Like they don't have to work a new deal with him. Like you see with a lot of these big trades. Like he's he's there. Like he'll be there the next three years, presumably, unless he falls off and. Locked and loaded, and, and after 2023, they, he's zero dead cap, basically. So, I mean, they had super favorable contract for them <laughs> past this year. Really good receiver. No, nah, I mean, that's just – it's a great trade. And then even just the other moves they're doing. I, I like what they're doing a lot. I mean, we talked about that. But, no, nah, I mean, like you said, if you're going to move from one, yeah, like you got to make it count. I did tell you I thought after the Jalen Carter news that it was more likely they would move further down. Mm-hmm. I think that was – and something that helped Carolina probably hurt teams like Indy. Um, because in theory, it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to take him number one now, well, might as well move back, right, and and get a haul, and they did. And swindled, yeah, probably. It's also just the price of going to get number one in a QB heavy draft with a bunch of QB needy teams up top, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's that's what happens when you get a bidding war like that. And for Carolina, all right, well, you you do all that. 
So now the pressure's on them because they spent all these picks. Hmm, and, you hmm. know, they lose, you know, one of their best players on their on their offense. And now, that, I mean, they got to hit it, right? They have to nail this pick, and, mm-hmm. and we'll see if they do that. But um, no, I really like what Chicago's doing. I mean, t- to ask you this, from the side of Carolina, would you have done that trade? Like, do you like the deal on their end? Mm, Look, you know, we, we, we you being a Colts guy – and and you know I, I'm a fan of Chris Ballard, and we always talk about this. If you listen to Chris and I talk NFL and specifically draft, you know Chris Ballard talked about having more darts to throw at the dartboard when you come mm. into the NFL draft. And I love draft picks. Like that's how I am on Madden. That's how I am on MLB The Show. Like I had my guy Lance Sponsler. <laughs> we were talking MLB The Show, and he asked, "Do I spend a lot of money on free agency?" And I was like, "Not really," because I don't like to give up. You know, if you sign a, a a player that's already signed a qualifying offer sheet in an MLB, then you're going to lose a draft pick. And I don't like losing my draft picks. I like having my picks, man. So um, to move up from nine to one and to give up, like I said, that number nine pick, number sixty-one, first round of next year, second round of year, the year after, and DJ Moore, date you got to nail number one. You gotta nail yeah, number yeah. one, and 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 there is someone I like at number one, and I'm trying to think if I was the the Panthers GM, would I even would I make that move? That's I the question. Right? Ah. It's too late now because they've done it. But yeah, like, yeah. If you were if you were there, what what do you think? Would 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 Corey Bradley, the GM, have made that move? Mm-hmm. Pretty much what this means, I, right, is they mm-hmm. they have full faith that there is someone in this draft worth that number one pick. That's what this means. I I, I would have done it minus DJ Moore. Like I would, I like Moore. Moore's not a stud, but he's only like twenty five. But they did re- replace him with Adam Thielen, and you know, I think my guy. Like mm-hmm. so, it's like okay, Panthers. I kind of see what you're doing. I'm not mad at you. I'm not. If I put it like this. If I was a Panthers fan, I would not be mad because there's a guy like number one. I'm not going to talk about that yet, but uh, I, 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 they would have had to propose that trade to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I wouldn't right. have. I wouldn't have started the trade uh, talks of hey, I'll give you the first and the second, the first and second ended anymore. I wouldn't have done that. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you know how ever like on the game, you have you ever like did trade proposals and you messing around and they've rejected three or four or five times and then finally you do something and then they accept it and he's like oh i didn't want to do that you know like i, I didn't know I, I, didn't want them to. I didn't want to do that I didn't, <laughs> you know so that's how i feel man i would have the bears would have had to propose that deal to me and we go from there but there's a guy i do like at number one so i'm not mad at the panthers and like i said they're going to get adam Thielen to replace dj moore I, I I I like it for both teams, man. I mean, what about you? I mean, do do are you comfortable with a team like that and making that kind of jump? Nobody saw that coming. I mean, everybody knew, like you said, that it was a possibility the Bears would trade down. You know, they committed the fields, but nobody knew who that team would be if they were to trade up. Which team would make that move? Are you are you cool with what the Panthers did in making that move? Uh, I. Yes, I'll say I'm not sure if I would have done it or not. I'm not sure. That's the tougher question. As far as being cool with them making it, uh, I'll say yes, only because I'm never going to fault a team for trying to go get their guy. Mm -hmm. Even if this ends up being a massive strikeout and whoever they take, bust, you know, whatever. Like, you got to, like, everybody's looking for that that quarterback, man. And I'm never going to fault a team for, for taking a swing at it. That's pretty much where I'm at. Like this is them. They're being. They're trying to go get their guy. 
know, they've had, you know, the, the Teddy Bridgewaters, they went from that to Sam Darnold and Baker Manfield. Like they've had these little stop gap quarterbacks. They're mm-hmm. saying, no, no more. Let's go get a guy. And obviously we'll, we'll see if it pans out, but I, I respect taking a swing and going for it. That's a big price and it's going to feel mm-hmm. really bad if they don't hit it. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there's the risk there, but I, I have no issues with the team, at least rolling that dice, so to speak. I dig yeah, it, man. Yeah, you got to yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah. I, and and, and I, this is how I look at it. I mean, you know, we, we've had a debate about QBs going in the first round and QB needy teams, how they always take a guy in the first round. Whether he's QB, whether he's number one round worthy or not, there's always that team that reaches and it's like, really? Like, he's not that good. You know, uh, but like you said, when you feel like that's your dude, he better be your dude. And there's only – like every every blue moon, do you come cro- across a guy where you're like, Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow's a baller. Hey, guy, hey, yeah. you take him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but 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 like I said, nothing's guaranteed. But you, I felt comfortable like Joe Burrow is gonna be Joe Burrow. And so yeah. there's not too many paid men is gonna be paid men. Like there's certain guys where you're like, he's a stud. But like, is Alex Smith the number one overall pick? No. Yeah. Well, see, that's the interesting thing with this class, right? Is there isn't that. That Joe Burrow, that Trevor Lawrence, there's mm-hmm. everybody's got their opinions on who their favorite quarterback is because really a pick your flavor with these guys. But Carolina, obviously they they feel strongly about somebody who I don't know. Yeah, but enough to to make these this really big effort to go get them. And hey, we'll you know we'll see. We won't know until the future if, if they were right or not. But that's what they're saying basically, man. And 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 you know I think about uh. Uh, you know, your team being the Colts and the Jets moving from six to three to get Sam Darnold. And, you yeah. know, the Colts move down from six from, from three to six and they get three second rounders on top of that. Like, dude, like that's a that's a haul. You move down three spots and you get three second rounders as well. Like and, and, and the Jets flamed on it, right? Now yeah. I don't I, and see this thing about the Jets. You know, we were just talking about high moves for QBs early in the first. I, I can't put it on Darnold or Mark Sanchez or Geno Smith or Zach Wilson. Any of these guys that go to New York, is it their fault? Because the Jets can't never get a yep. quarterback that works. So it's, 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 so it's, much it's like the, it's not me, it's you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So much of the QB success, when I call it, is a situation they go to. Mm-hmm. And I'll say to Carolina's credit, that's a solid. I mean, you would love this to have yeah. DJ Moore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, that's a better situation than pretty much any team's ever going to be as mm-hmm. far as the number one pick goes. Mm-hmm. Like, usually that team's abysmal. Yeah. Carolina's not that bad. They're not. Defense is good. Not really. So, yeah, their defense is good. They were, they were pretty good up front last year. They obviously need some playmakers now with, with you know, DJ Moore and uh, Foreman gone. Got my dude. They, they, they get Thielen. I, I think they're kind of different receivers and obviously mm-hmm. things a lot older than more I, I they definitely i would think there's they're gonna add more probably through the draft um mm-hmm. but it's but still it's a like i said a much better situation than most number one picks you're gonna be walking into and so i mean we'll see what happens. better than yeah the jets most of the time like i said usually if you're number one it's because you're bad you're really bad you're really bad Carolina's is not that bad and, and, <laughs> and you have to give up a haul like like the, the colts man like that that's a that's a home run type of a deal to move from three to six and get three three second rounders uh in exchange and you know and, and this is funny you you just talked about you said something about Thielen and then also about the the situation as far as number one team or number one pick goes but Carolina I forgot about this they have my guy Matt Corral Matt Corral was my number one guy coming out of the draft last year as far as QBs go so if you're asking me 
if I now that I rethink this, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> would I have been comfortable rolling Matt Corral or would I trade up from nine to one? Man, now that I've re- I'm reminded, man, I probably would have stayed pat and roll with Matt Corral because like I said I like Matt Corral a lot. That was my number one for sure last year. People that know me and listen to the show and Chris, you remember having that conversation. Like two and three, I wasn't sure. Was, I think I had Sam Howell number two and I had Kenny Pickett number three. But uh, Matt Corral's my my definite number one. So I probably knowing and knowing the situation how last year they traded up in the third round to get to get uh, Matt Corral and. You know, they didn't have many picks to begin with, and then they had, you know, uh, and so they, 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 they made that move and to go get Matt Corral. I probably would have stayed pat, rolled with Matt Corral, and we're going we gonna to roll with what we have, man, because that's how much I like Corral. He, he can throw, he can run, he's a gamer, and I know there was a lot of stuff that came out prior to the draft, but, man, now that I rethink that, if I was the GM, Corey Bradley GM for the Carolina Panthers, I wouldn't have made the move. I think I would have stayed patterned and, and just rolled with Matt Corral, dude, because that's how much I like him. I think he's solid, but obviously he's available in the trade market because they've, they've committed to taking no guy at number one, and regardless of who you are behind the number one pick, the number one pick is going to get every shot. He is the guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't spend all that those assets for nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's clear cut. They gave up all those picks, so yeah, they, this guy's gonna come in. He's gonna be the new guy, mm. and yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, like you mentioned earlier, though, I do generally think it's good for both sides. Chicago mm. gets a ton of you know massive haul to yeah. build around yeah. Justin Fields, build around the young quarterback, which they should. They're they're following kind of the uh, the game plan set up by a lot of teams and young mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Reason mm-hmm. they're going and getting their guy, you know, a really good receiver, good number one. Like, like kind of like you said, I don't think Moore is like a stud either, but I think he's really good. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they're doing it the right way. And then Carolina, hey, if they have their belief in a guy, go get him. And we'll we'll see what happens. We won't, we won't know for a couple of years from now whether this is a good move for them or not. You know, because if, if they nail this pick and he goes out to be awesome, hmm. I mean, none of us are going to, you know, fault them for the trade. So, yeah. yeah. You know, we'll see what happens. But I, I think right now, I, I get it. I think both sides, it makes sense for both sides. And now we just got to see uh, how it pans out. Man, yeah, like the Bears needed to rebuild, and this is how you rebuild. They were going to be the number two pick. Houston wins in the last week, pushes the Bears to number one, and this is what the Bears were able to do going from number one to number nine, getting the number 61 overall pick, second rounder this year, a first round in 24, a second round in 25, and then DJ Moore on top of that. So your position need was right receiver. You helped Justin Fields. You get who is automatically your number one receiver now, DJ Moore. And, man, you got to love what the Bears did. And, like I said, Carolina will be question marks for a couple of years until we know for sure how that guy pans out. But you absolutely have to love what the Chicago Bears did by moving down from one to nine. And Ryan Pohl, shout out to you, GM, bro. Like, that's that's the move. <laughs> that's the move. People can't fault you, man. And so, uh, you know, shout out to him, man, because that's a big move and that's the right move to make with the team that's needed, with a bunch of playmakers. And I think Chicago Bears could be a team on the rise in that NFC North. When we come back after listening to our sponsors, we're going to talk about, okay, we know Panthers are one, Texans two, both taking QBs. Colts are at four, going to take a QB mm-hmm. as well. Does a team move up to three, though? Does a team move up to three? And we'll, we'll 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 talk about which team does that, if we would do that if there were that team. And then we will close the show on which QB we think the Carolina Panthers, at this moment, will take. Not who we think we would take, but who we think they will take 
at this moment. Come back. You're listening to The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Bunton, Etheridge, and Fowler, Attorneys at Law. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, my guy, Chris Liuzzi, by my side, as always. Dude, um, you know, we talked about before the break, we know the Panthers at one, Texans at two, both taking QBs. Colts at number four, they're taking a QB as well. But number three, the Cardinals, they got their guy, Kyler Murray, so they're not taking a QB. But, but, if you like somebody that much where you may want to jump ahead of the Colts, or the Colts move up themselves. You know, you, you kind of want to have a, more of a say-so. I'm thinking if you want to move up to three and kind of get one of the guys you like instead of maybe the last guy in this first round that you may like. But, I mean, when you look at the list, you know, any of the eight top teams could move to three. Like, you know, I look at look at the Colts can move to three. They can move to one spot. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks can move from five to three. The Lions can move to six to three. The Raiders can move to seven to three. The Falcons can move to eight to three. The Bears won't, the Eagles won't, but obviously when you look at any of the top eight teams, uh, you know, we know the Panthers, Texans, and Colts, but like I said, Seahawks at five, Lions at six, Raiders at seven, Falcons at eight, they all can move up to three, you know, because the Seahawks didn't make a full commitment to Geno. I mean, he's the near future right. guy. The Raiders, Garoppolo, Lions, Lions and golf, that's very interesting because uh, Dan Campbell basically came out and says, like, you know, we, we we're thankful for what, what Jared's done to get us to this point, blah, blah. But he was basically saying, like, my move is coming at some point to take that guy. And so mm-hmm. are they comfortable sitting at number six and getting him? Is it this draft that they're going to, you know, select Goff's uh, successor? You know, what the Falcons do, what would they do? They got they have Ritter. They signed Taylor Heineke. Uh, the Raiders. I don't, I don't know. I mean, dude, when I'm looking at it, it's quite a few teams that could move up two, three. I'm gonna yep. give it to you first. Is there a team that stands out to you that that will move up to three? And if so, who is that team? So it's 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 interesting, and none of us know. The other side of that question is Arizona has to be willing to move down that far, right? Yeah. If if there's somebody they really like, because they're we assume they're going to have basically their first pick of the non-quarterback mm-hmm, draft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like having the number one pick, depending on your perspective there for them. Cause they don't, you know, obviously they have their guy, so they need, they're, they're going to have to be willing to let that guy go, whoever that might be to, to move down in one of these other spots. I, I think right now I lean a trade doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. That's where I lean right now. But if a trade does happen, I think it's going to be between us at four. I think it's going to be the Colts or it's going to be Seattle. Mm. And the reason why I, I kind of narrow it down to those two teams is because of that. If you're Arizona and you want that first, you know, a lot of people, whether it's Will Anderson or whoever it might be, right? Yeah. They're going to have their first pick, basically, of whoever they want. Well, if you move to number three, 
or move to number four, excuse me, they they still, still keep get that. it. Yeah. Right? Like if we move out to three, it's take a quarterback. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so Arizona, all that lets them do is get some more like I guarantee you, whether any other team moves up or not, Arizona's gonna be at least talking to Indy saying, Hey, yeah, uh, if you want your guy, you better come up here and yeah, get him. Right? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna yeah. be telling Indy, like, hey, come on now, we're getting calls. Whether it's true, you know, that but that's because they're gonna get the same pick regardless. Might as well mm-hmm. move back one and, you know, get some other guys. And Seattle's kind of the same way. If if Seattle were to move up to number three, I presume they'd be to take a quarterback as well. Mm-hmm. And so I think Arizona, if you're Arizona, you move back to four or five, you still probably get your number one pick that you would have taken at three. Yeah. Now that so that's kind of the other side of that. But yeah, I, hmm. I do think it'd be Indy or Seattle, though. I think, like you said, Seattle hasn't, like Gino, they signed a three-year deal. You know, he's basically there two years, and then they can, you know, the dead cap gets very low after that. So after two years, and which in theory lines up perfectly, if you want to take a young quarterback, let him sit for a year or two, and there you go, right? Mm-hmm. He takes over, and there they go. So that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Conversely, you could look at it, well, Seattle, the NFC's, kind of weak compared to the AFC. Maybe Seattle uses that pick instead to don't, don't go the Jordan love route. Like you have your guy for the next two or three years, build around and let's make a run. What will they do? I don't know, but that's kind of the, the question, right? Indy would be, if we did it, we're obviously going to take one. It'd be to kind of tell these other teams to back off. Yeah, <laughs> that would yeah. be just to go up and get our guy. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough. Detroit, obviously in that hmm. same thing, Las Vegas, like Atlanta. I don't know. It depends on how much they like Ritter. In Vegas, I mean, we assume Garoppolo's not. I mean, they go and get him, but I mean, they could definitely be looking at somebody. So no, I mean, I I think you're right, and there's a chance that I I don't think it's going to be a pre kind of like we already saw the trade at number one. I think if a trade happens, it's probably going to be draft day when everything's buzzing, and uh, like I said, Arizona's going to be calling everybody about that. I'm sure they want to trade like four or five, but. I don't know. The question would because I, I don't. You're not going to get the same haul that Chicago got, right? Like. Like I would say from if Indy, for example, were to move to three, what I mean, maybe two or three like day day two picks, yeah, which is yeah. still good, but you're not going to get the Chicago Hall. No, not and at so, all. And it it'd probably be kind of similar with some of these other teams. I, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess to to throw that back at you, you know, like you kind of narrow down the teams that we think will. And like I said, I think if it does happen, it'll be Indy or Seattle. Those are my my two. I think. If it will, but right now I lean that it's not. I think they're going to stay at three, okay. And they're going to take, you know, because they're going to get guaranteed their their best guy, and and that team needs some help. Especially we assume Kyler is going to be. I mean, not might not even be there for most of the season, from what they're saying, because yeah. <laughs> of his injury, right? And so, it go and get someone, you know, whether if it's Will and whoever it is, if there's somebody you think is like a legitimate game changer, well, there you go. You you're able to get them there at three if you want them. So. We'll see. What What do you think, though? Do you think a trade will happen? And if so, who who do you think does it? Man, there's two teams, and you you touched on both of them. Obviously, uh, both of those teams are in the hunt for QB, whether it's now or in the near future, in the very near future. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about both of them: the Colts and the Lions. Man, the Indianapolis Colts, Detroit Lions are the two teams that stand out that would make that move. Uh, the Lions, like I said, not sure how much longer they're going to ride the Jared Goff train. And sitting at six, you may – you could still get a guy, but 
I'm, when I'm looking at it, because I'm, I'm very hard on QBs when it's coming out of the draft. Like, I, if you need mm-hmm. a QB, I don't feel you necessarily had to take him in the first. Uh, there's other guys that 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 may not be selected in the first, and, and somebody in particular that's being forgotten about because of his injury that I like a whole lot, Hendon Hooker. Uh, will he go late first? Will he be a second, third? We don't know. But, man, I'm looking at the Colts specifically because we've never taken a QB. But if a team like the Lions or the Seahawks or somebody jumped them at three, and now they're the fourth, they're getting the fourth quarterback. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, unless they're the, whoever the fourth quarterback is, like, to me, it would be Will Levis. That that would be the fourth out of the ones that's been mm-hmm. mentioned. Like, are you cool with sitting at four and possibly, you know, taking a Will Levis at four because somebody else jumped you at three? Like, I would, I, if I'm Indy. If, if between the Lions and the Colts, if I'm Indy, I'm moving up to three, and and I'm taking that shot to 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 take a to take a spot up, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not the biggest Levis fan, and that would be my fourth. And I, you don't have to get into your list, but I just want to kind of share mm-hmm. mine. I want to I want to be at three and and not be like, dang, I, I'm not comfortable with this. Let me let me have a better shot at this. But uh, but I hear you totally from the Cardinal standpoint because. You get a Will Anderson, and 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 they need you know that, that kind of game changer on that side of the ball. But they, they need a lot of game changer. Like the, the Cardinals are in a bad situation, and if right, they right. if they trade DeAndre Hopkins, then it's not as bad of a look because they can get some picks for that. That's kind of the other point of it. Mm-hmm. If they trade Hopkins, then that makes three more valuable, mm-hmm. right? Because they can just sit there and say, "Well, we got our other picks anyway." Yep. With Hopkins, and and I think that's what they'll do. I think that's what they'll do unless somebody blew their mind at three. But like you said, the Cardinals are not going to get the haul that the Bears did, and they shouldn't. But who's to say yeah. that's not where their mind is? That's not who's to say that's not where their mindset is. Hey, we want something like that, or you going to blow our mind to, to trade down? You know, but uh, I don't see that. You happening. can't blame them for trying. Like I said, I'm yeah. sure they're going to be an Indy zero all draft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the, sure. The issue is you're trading up for the third quarterback, not the first. Mm-hmm. I mean, so unless your favorite quarterback, like you said, I mean, there is a chance that some team really, really, really likes Will Levis. So if mm-hmm. he's the guy that is there, then hey. There you go. The options there, but yeah. you know we don't we don't know we don't as much as Corey and I would love to see teams draft boards. <laughs> we Man, don't know. Yes, and so so yeah. If I'm the Colts, I would I would try to move up that one spot because I just wouldn't be comfortable with with fall if if Levis is that fourth guy, which I think a lot of poor people boards he probably is. I wouldn't be comfortable sitting here like dang now we got Levis because there's you know uh, that changes your whole board, but. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, if, if I'm the if I'm the coach, that's what I'm doing. Not sure if they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Not sure if the Arizona, like you said, that's the perfect way to bring it up. Is not sure if Arizona is going that route or not. But if if they if they do make the move, I think that's the team to watch out for. Is the Colts sliding up, getting the number three pick, and let's get a step closer on our board and see where it falls. You know what I'm saying? See where that board falls because it could really fall totally different. Because we don't know who the number one pick is. We don't know what the yeah. Panthers want. We don't know what the Texans want. And so it could that that thing could totally flip and it could fall into your lap. So that's what we're looking at as far as who move up to number three. But we know the number one pick is where the goal lies. That's where this whole show has been about. Like the Panthers moved up from nine to one and gave up a absolute haul to to the Bears and and the Bears just killed the trade and the Panthers could depending on getting this right pick and they got to get it right, man. So. You know, when I when I look at the number one pick, when they made that move, it was interesting when they made it. Because I'll say this first. Owner David Tepper 
there's reports, and you know, it's a lot of smoke. We don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah. But it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of smoke out there, man. They're saying the owner David Tepper wants Bryce Young. They're saying head coach mm-hmm. Frank Wright wants C.J. Stroud. And yeah. then there was a video of, of Josh McCown, a QB coach in Carolina, talking to C.J. Stroud, <laughs> saying, yeah, yeah when, when when you live in Charlotte, you know, they're talking basketball, talking, they're playing horse or something. And he was, he was talking about, look, if you come, when you live in Charlotte, when you live in Charlotte, we'll have to find a court. He said, when you live in Charlotte, we'll. See, I couldn't tell if he said when you live in or when you're in Charlotte. Like they're going to have a, a top 30 visit or something coming so, up. It was hard to tell. So, so I know I, what video you're talking about. And so I, di- I didn't, <laughs> I didn't listen to it. I just read the transcript. So, I don't know. Either way, from talks, Tepper is a young guy, head coach. Frank Wright is a Stroud guy. And then, you know, former Panther great Thomas Davis, awesome linebacker. He's talking about, man, there's people yep. in the front office that's absolutely it's in love be, with Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Yep. <laughs> and, dude. Ah. That's, the, that's the game, though, man. That's the game, Every right? year. That's the smoke screen. It, it could be Will Levis. Maybe Will Levis is the guy. The guy isn't even being talked about. You don't know. And 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 then ah, <laughs> I, I just I mean I put it like this. I'll say mine and I'll I'll t- talk to you and we'll wrap this up. All right. The Bears traded. They the Bears made that trade with the Panthers on March tenth. Mm-hmm. But that's five days after Anthony Richardson absolutely killed it at the pro day. Like. I don't know if they had been working on the trade and this finally came into fruition after the whole combine. I should say not the pro day, but combine. But it was it was kind of ironic. Like, okay, he kills it at the combine, and y'all make this move. And and I'm wondering, does he remind them of Cam with the size and the athleticism? And you hear Thomas Davis talking about people in the front office absolutely love him. He's not Cam. But it's easy to wear a CP. You know, you got a quarterback that's big, fast, and strong. And they did sign Andy Dalton to a two-year contract. So, hey, we know I'm not a guy that likes to start rookie quarterbacks anyway. So you sign your bridge guy to hold it down for that mm-hmm. rookie QB to pass the torch to him. But, man, I, <sighs> right now, as of today, I'm going Anthony Richardson, man. I, I I don't know why, but it just seemed when they made the move five days after he blew it up at the combine, they made that trade from nine to one. I'm going Anthony Richardson at this time. Richardson going number one to Carolina. That could change the next month when the draft comes, and I feel a little. But but at this moment, and I, and 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 like I said, owner David Tepper wanted young. Apparently, head coach Frank Wright wants C.J. Stroud. And it reminds mm-hmm. me of the Titans when the Titans had, you know, owner Bud Adams. He wanted Vince Young. GM Floyd Reese wanted Vince Young. Head coach Jeff Fisher wanted Matt Leinart. Offensive coordinator Norm Chow wanted Matt Leinart. Well, the owner and GM wins that. They won that. You know, they went and got Vince Young. So if it's actually between the owner and head coach, the owner's going to get Bryce Young. I, I don't know, man. What mm-hmm. What are your take, man, as we wrap up in these next few minutes? I mean, what do you, who do you think at this moment Carolina will take it number one? Obviously, we won't be done talking about mm-hmm. this number one pick, and, and predictions may change. But as of right now, man, who do you have, dude? What's, what's yeah, as, of, as of right now, and I can't fault you for the Richardson pick. I mean, I yeah, we don't know. It could be mm-hmm. – yeah, it could be any, any of the four. You know, we assume it's going to be down to those four. Uh, I'm going to read read to you a quote from mm. from the combine when Frank Wright was asked about what he looks for in quarterback, which he's talked about before uh, mm-hmm. when he's with Indy. But he said, "At some level, you got to be an 
uh, you got to be able to be an accurate passer. Mm -hmm. You got to have that toughness. You got to be a great leader. You got to be able to process information pretty quickly. At some level, you've got to be able to play from the pocket. I like all the movement stuff. There's guys that can move the launch point, get guys out of the pocket, but there's still that old school mentality of, hey, there's going to be times in a game you have to win from the pocket. Yeah. Pocket, 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 accuracy. Man, it's C.J. Stroud for me. Mm, I I mm. think it's going to be C.J. Stroud. Mm. I told you uh, we could probably go find text. I have texted you uh, way before the trade happened saying Frank Reich would kill to have C.J. Stroud. I just the the Frank Reich offense, the 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 quick dime, that the West Coast, he gets the ball out. Like it just it seems like such a perfect match. Yeah. And like like you said, which you make a good point. If there is disagreement on who the front office wants, who gets their guy, you know, between Tepper and and I, I don't know what's going to happen. And like you mentioned with the smoke screen stuff, we don't even know if any of that stuff's true. <laughs> I mean, they, mm-hmm. is it? Do they love Richardson like Thomas Davis is saying? Do they? I don't know. None of us knows. We won't know till draft day comes, right? But but I'm more just sticking to my guns here, where for for ages now. I've thought CJ Stroud just seemed like a really, really, really good fit for what Frank Reich likes to do offensively. And you know Frank Reich. I mean, he was the head coach of Indy. You know he just, what he likes. And he's always coached big quarterbacks. A part of that's just because, one, most quarterbacks are big. So that just kind of skews that. But, I mean, if you're wanting someone who's a quick processor, accurate passer, I mean, that's, that's CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's – Bryce Young can do a lot of that too. I mean, Bryce Young is that too. Yeah. Right. With Stroud, you just you, you get the size, and I'm, I think that matters to an extent with Frank Reich. I, I could be wrong, but that's just that's just where I lean. But I don't know. It just seems like such a good fit. And then not to mention that this recent pro day that you're talking about, man, they had the holding Panthers team there. Mm, <laughs> I mean, mm. they had they had like twelve. I think it was twelve representatives there. They had both. They had both owners. They had their GM there. They had Frank Wright there. They had offensive coordinator there. Their quarterbacks coach there, and Jim Caldwell there. Mm. Everybody came out to see the the CJ Stroud. So, and to put into perspective, not that other teams can't do that, but that's not normal. Yeah. Most teams, like for example, Chris Ballard rarely goes to pro days. It's usually they'll send like their one or two, like they're maybe one of their top scouts or top front office guys. It's it's rare that you get an ensemble <laughs> of the team to come out like man. Maybe this is all I'm buying. I'm buying into the bait that they're, you know, they're laying out for me. Maybe I'm, I'm just that's it. No hook, line, and sinker. They got me. Yeah. But I don't know. It just it's it's always made a lot of sense to me. I think Stroud fits what Frank Reich likes to do a lot. Yeah. I think he's earned. I get the questions with him. Of course, coming from Ohio State, and you know, we'll we'll discuss quarterbacks more in, mm-hmm. in a future episode. But I just think it makes a lot of sense. I, I mean, you could talk me into just about any of these guys. And I, I like Frank Reich enough that I think he'd make it work. But just from the type of offense I've seen him run with Indy and have success with, you know, with Andrew Luck and, and even Phillip Rivers, like I think Stroud just kind of fits that mold really, really, really good. And yeah, he, he's he's the guy for me. He's who I think they take at number one. But hey, we'll see, man. Like you said, we will indeed see our predictions may change. Mine specifically, because Anthony, like I said, they made the trade March 10th, March 5th, the combine, and and it just seemed like okay, they maybe they made the move because yeah, of Anthony Richardson, maybe, but maybe it was a conversation with one of the other quarterbacks in the interview process where they're like, we like this guy, and and it just 
the way the way the trait was formed. Like just because mm-hmm. it happens, and a maybe few days it was later, worked on for two or three weeks. Exactly, it, exactly. Yeah. It could have just fell into came into into fruition at that at that time. So. I'm, we're not going to release who we would take number one. We'll do that, as you mentioned. We'll do that in future episodes, and we'll dive into those. Mm-hmm. Our, our, if we're number one, uh, if we're you know GM, what Scott Fitterer in Carolina, who are we taking? If we're the owner, who are we taking? And it could be Anthony Richardson. It could be CJ Stroud for you. We will not release that information just yet. So that's why you got to keep tuning in to the sweet spot as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft late April, man. And, and it's going to be super fun because the draft is always fun. Like it's, it's a spectacle. I mean, just like the Super Bowl, it's a spectacle. Like it's uh, everybody tunes in to the draft, whether you like the Especially NFL now, or not. look at the crowds of the draft. Every Dude, year. It's, it's crazy, a, the right? whole thing now. I wouldn't want to go, but shoot, unless I'm in the yeah, draft I'd room, sit back on the couch. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> watch, hey, it, yeah. Like you said, if if if, if Chris Ballard lets you in the draft room and, and you just chill in the corner, if Mike Tomlin let me, hey Corey, come on in, man. Just dying wish thing right there, man. Bro, I love to sit. oh, dude, <laughs> you have no that idea. that would be my ideal, like. Golly, like I just want coach. Look, I just want to know. I just want to know, man. Who are we hoping for, man? You you could do the whole men in black thing, you know, make me forget everything afterwards. And just let me experience that. <laughs> just let me know? in the moment, man. In the moment, let me let me be a part of the Steelers front office, baby, and 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 and, and <laughs> just just like you said, I ain't gonna say a word, coach. I ain't gonna say a word. I promise you, I ain't gonna bring my phone or nothing. Like all I need is a t shirt and boxes. I can sit in there. Like you, yeah. you see, I ain't I ain't doing nothing, man. I'm I'm not taking notes. Like like you Who's said, that weird guy sitting in the corner of the room. Don't worry about it. Just let me sit there. <laughs> just let him. He, he, don't hey, he won't bother you. You know, you, you know but. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> but for real, man. Seriously, the NFL draft's amazing, and uh, dude, this is this is just getting warmed up. We're still in the mm-hmm. the early stages of free agency as well. Trade rumors coming left and right. Plenty more for Chris not to dive into, and we'll keep doing it as we always do. My my guy, Chris Lee, always man, always appreciate you coming through. And like I said, we'll pick it back up soon. And uh, man. This it just doesn't get much better than this. I'm sorry, like there's no other off season that compares to the NFL. There's another sport that compares to the NFL. It's the best, and and this is the best, as you said. So, Chris, appreciate you as always, dude. And like I said, we'll we'll knock it out the park again soon, bro. Oh, sounds good. I can't wait for it, man. A little over a month away, mm-hmm. almost draft time. I'm I'm pumped. And as I always say, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot. <laughs>